Welcome to Zurich Canada's Perspectives Podcast, where we stay connected with our partners and employees through conversations with guests who are experts in their fields. We deliver market insights and thought leadership to bring information relevant to you, our listeners. For our regular listeners, you might notice things sound a bit different around here. That's because Perspectives has a new host, and that's me. I'm Jen Beaudry, Head of Communications at Zurich Canada and the new host of everyone's favorite insurance podcast. We've got lots of great episodes and amazing guests in store this year. We're looking forward to continuing to share our stories and perspectives with you. To kick things off, let's dive into the episode. March is Fraud Prevention Month in Canada. We thought this would be a great opportunity to bring attention to insurance fraud, specifically claims fraud as it relates to our commercial insurance customers. I'm joined by Luke Medebrotsky, Claims Fraud Senior Investigator at Zurich Canada, and as a former member of law enforcement, our in-house expert on this topic. Luke, welcome to the pod. Thanks, Jen. Happy to be here, and I'm excited to be featured on your debut episode. Luke, before we get started, walk us through your background. Is it true that you're one of a handful of certified insurance fraud investigators in Canada? So I've been an investigator for most of my career uh, in the insurance world and in different capacities. Prior to joining the insurance industry, I was a police officer for over a decade. And to your earlier point, yes, while every insurance company has their own investigators. I'm only the third to become a certified insurance fraud investigator through the International Association of Special Investigation Units. So that does sound very cool. So for us non-investigators, what does this certification actually mean? Yeah, so the Certified Insurance Fraud Investigator Program is an accrediting process for individuals with specialized skills required to detect, investigate, and deter insurance fraud. The program has a high standard for admission and testing. Um, so part of the admission, they took my policing background into consideration, my insurance background, my education, and I also have to uh, follow the International Association of Special Investigation Units Code of Ethics. And then also an individual must recertify every three years to show that they have kept up with their education and their training. For our listeners who might not know, what are we talking about when we are talking about claims fraud? What do we actually mean by that? So when we talk about claim fraud or insurance fraud, let's go back to the basics, right? Right from the beginning. So insurance fraud or claims fraud is defined as the intentional submission of a false or incomplete information for financial gain. Last year, Canadians reported losing about $416 million dollars to fraud, a 55% jump from the previous record high of 269 million across the country in 2021, according to the Anti-Fraud Centre. More than half of the losses in 2022 came from Ontario. And that's with the belief that only 5 to 10% of people report their frauds, because a lot of the time people are embarrassed that they were defrauded out of money. Zurich Canada's investigative services works to help to protect our customers from being victims of insurance fraud and fight its costly impacts on our industry. This is clearly a common type of fraud. So what are the most common incidents of claims fraud that you see? 
So at Zurich, we insure multiple commercial retailers. A common claim we see is a slip and fall, where someone is on a premise of our insured slips and falls on an object such as produce or trips over a mat in the winter when the mats are laid out in the doorways in order to catch all the, the slush in the water. Um, and then also we see slip and falls, say, in parking lots or trips over curbs that aren't even uneven roadways. Um, for example, like if a customer also is like, say, shopping in a in a store um, and they pick something up, they're looking at it and they put one thing back and then they pick up another thing looking at it and they turn to walk away. We've seen before where when they walk away, they turn and they knock something down on the ground, um, like a piece of merchandise, and then they step on it simultaneously as they're going to walk away, fall, twist their ankle, and they fall to the ground. What we see then is they grab that piece of merchandise and they throw it back up on the shelf in order to hide it. And then they, uh, they submit a claim saying that the floor was wet or they stepped on something slippery. Our, our customer then was acting negligent in their liability and all that. That is an interesting example of slip and fall. Auto theft is also super common. Do you have another example you want to share there? Uh, another scenario that I'd like to walk you through is what a fraudulent claim could look like is a lot of our insureds have fleet vehicles. And so we see a lot of stolen recovered vehicles Everybody knows that's a huge topic right now in regards to what's going on in the media, vehicles being stolen, recovered, shipped overseas. Uh, but we had a, we had an incident where uh, one of our fleet vehicles for our insured was reported stolen. The appraiser went out, looked at the vehicle, um, had some concerns on the legitimacy of the theft, contacted us. Uh, I asked the appraiser to send me photos. Uh, looked at the photos and I agreed with the appraiser. I was like, yeah, something doesn't seem right here. So from there, we hired uh, an engineer or we retained an engineer to extract the crash data in the vehicle black box. So all vehicles have a black box like an airplane um, where it records and keeps the information uh, when you're involved in a collision. And what we were able to do is retain that crash data. And we saw that, in fact, the vehicle wasn't stolen, but it was taken without permission. Uh, the employee took the perm the vehicle, was involved in a collision, and then tried to cover it up by making it look like a theft and leaving the vehicle nearby. Luke, you really have seen it all. So when an insured gets a claim that they think is suspicious, you've kind of mentioned it, but how do these claims investigations actually work? For sure. So our field investigators and specialists are trained to confirm the legitimacy of the claim and to identify, diligently pursue, and deter fraudulent activity across multiple lines of the insurance business. Investigative Services supports the claims unit by providing fraud-related information to support timely, fair, and accurate claim decisions. We use a wide range of resources to reveal fraud and to call on extensive network of highly qualified vendors to help with, with, with examples such as help with surveillance, in-person statements, mobile device and vehicle infotainment forensics, accident or scene reconstructions, injury analysis, medical, pharmaceutical, other canvassing involved in that. And we're always looking at new and innovative tools 
in order to help fight and deter fraud. So one of the tools we use at Zurich Canada analyzes claims that have been inputted into our system. The tool checks the claims every night for key fraud indicators, which we have programmed into the tool. And then it flags it for our review on the next day. This has been really good and very successful for us that we have had meetings with um, my counterparts globally. And to me, this is very exciting because when I joined Zurich, one of the things that really appealed to me was that Zurich is a global company and I have an opportunity to work with people around the world. And just sitting there in this meeting and speaking with these people and talking about the tool that we have that was developed for us and then the fraud indicators that we installed into it uh, really, really made me know that I'm in the right place. This is so much fun. And now we get to fight fraud on a global scale. As insurance fraud becomes more frequent and sophisticated, how can businesses protect themselves and become more resilient? This is a huge topic and great question and very important, very, very important. When we advise our customers, here are a few things that I'll tell them. We always emphasize on the importance of thorough reporting. When an incident occurs, no matter how small, how big, be as detailed as possible. Details, 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 all the small little things. If you think it's not important, write it down because it could be important later on down the road. It could be that little missing puzzle piece that we need in order to make sense of a whole situation. Uh, and what we mean by that is interview your witnesses, take staff statements, save your closed circuit television recordings. In addition, if businesses are able to be more proactive and have proper protocols in place, such as check the aisles, or check the doorways, check the mats, check the bathrooms. Those are all great things. It's uh, make sure that items are not being stacked too high or placed even in blind spots where someone can trip over them. You really need to kind of go through your, your business or your area and kind of just analyze what could be a hazard, what could be a risk. Um, because at the end of the day, this evidence becomes extremely important down the line. An individual can make a claim up to two years. And if this happens, we want you to be able to look at your records of the incident and have a clear picture of what occurred. It's very difficult sometimes to track people down two years, three years, four years down the road, say if this if the claim goes to court or if something else happens, or you know, say for example, something happens to that person, they're no longer with us, then all we have is that witness statement to, to rely on. But at least we have a witness statement to rely on versus nothing at all. Not to date you, Luke, but you've been at this a long time. It seems that with all your history, you're the best person to ask. What new trends and emerging risks are we seeing in this space? Yeah, so... I have been in this a long time. I, I and the reason I haven't because I do love it. To me, it's so much fun. Um, I always love investigating and digging and finding out the truths. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, crimes related to auto are something we're watching very closely. People have likely seen in the news over the last several months articles about the alarming rate of car thefts, especially in the Toronto area. In Toronto, the police said in the first two weeks of 2023, 
they saw 453 vehicle thefts reported. That's a 48% increase over the same time period last year, an amount that surged to 32 vehicles a day. Like crazy, 32 vehicles a day. When advising our customers, for instances, garages, dealerships, businesses with fleet vehicles, we stress the importance of closed circuit television. So it sounds simple, but it's so critical in the investigation. So what you want to do is make sure your CCTV is working properly. Make sure the lens is clean. The biggest thing I see is a dirty lens, especially if the cameras are outdoors. They're subject to the weather conditions. So if there's construction on the road in front of your business and all that dust is being kicked up, it's getting stuck on the lens. You won't be able to see anything at the end of the day. Uh, Make sure your cameras are pointing in the proper positions. Um, If you have one of those tilt cameras that moves around, make sure it's not pointing straight down on the ground and just going in circles. Make sure it's actually panning side to side and looking around everywhere where it's supposed to. These small changes can affect the quality of the investigation and can be dependent whether or not we're successful at the end of the day of deterring fraud or finding fraud. I think that's a great place to end it. Any final comments you want to leave our listeners with? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I want our listeners to know that uh, here at Zurich Canada, we're here to help. We're not here just to do claims or whatnot. We want to be involved in the proactive stuff as well. We're not here just to service claims and all that. Like if you need help with some with something, let us know. If something doesn't seem right, contact us or your broker. I also want to emphasize really emphasize the importance of being proactive. We're not just here when you have a claim, but we can also advise on all sorts of fraud awareness, education to ensure your business is protected. Remember, fraud awareness shouldn't be just at the top of the mind in March. It's something we should be looking at all year round. Thanks again for taking the time to share these valuable insights with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, and I'm looking forward to our next discussion. Thank you for tuning into our discussion. You can find the podcast on the Zurich Canada website or all major podcast platforms. You can also email us at zurich.communicationscanada at zurich.com for ideas, comments, or feedback. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to putting together more meaningful content for you all in the future. Thank you and take care. This has been a production of TNKR Media. Good talk. information in this audio recording was compiled from sources believed to be reliable for general information purposes and is intended for Zurich clients and business partners. The information contained herein may be useful to you or your enterprise when developing your own policies and procedures. The policies and procedures applicable to your enterprise should take into account the specific circumstances of your business and business environment, which is beyond the capacity of this podcast. Any and all information provided is not intended to constitute advice of any nature and is specifically not legal advice, and accordingly, you should consult with your own legal counsel. We do not guarantee 
the accuracy of this information presented or any results and further assume no liability in connection with this recording and the information provided therein. Moreover, Zurich reminds you that the information provided cannot be assumed to contain every acceptable safety and compliance procedure or that additional procedures might not be appropriate under the circumstances. The subject matter of this recording is not tied to any specific insurance product, nor will adopting these policies and procedures ensure coverage under any insurance policy. We encourage listeners to seek additional information from credible sources. Thank you.